Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Eric Lyons, and this is episode 120 of Electrified. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I have not talked to you guys since, what was that? Um, Sheesh, what's it been? Almost, what, two, three weeks? What, the 19th of November, right? I think that was when episode 19 dropped. Um... I guess before I get started, man, I I just want to say, look, I would like to apologize to everyone. This year, I have not been consistent in dropping content, um, following through with certain plans and certain deadlines. And I I, I truly apologize. As a creator, as a host, all that good stuff, it, it, it pains me. Looking back at the year and 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 what I've what I really haven't accomplished, but some things that I have accomplished, it's just like damn, I really haven't done anything, and certain things have been eating me up internally this year, and especially over these last couple of weeks, and I just couldn't come, I just couldn't do it. I sat down, I, I pre a production, I go to pre production, you know, I, I get the show together, and I, I I've sat down at least two or three times. Since the last time we spoke And I just couldn't do it man I Mentally I just wasn't prepared I, I just wasn't ready To get in here and give you guys a great show And that's just been The story of the whole year It's just mentally man I have not been Fully Like I said on Twitter I, I'm not, I haven't been okay at all this year man I've just been existing I've just been here just Just getting through the year and I feel like a lot of people can agree with that and, and feel that. You know, people can make it seem like they're doing well or, or, or give the perception, you know, give us the good stuff. And, and, and we don't know what's really going on or how they actually feel. So with that being said, I would just say, man, check on your people. Check on your people because you never know. You never know. I I I I have been struggling this year. I have been struggling, man. I've cried more times this year than I have over the past five. And I'm not a crier. I'm not. But man, the emotions and just everything has just been weighing on me heavily, 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 man. And I I just I don't know, man. I don't know. This year has just been something. It's been something, but I will say I'm blessed to be here still because I know a lot of people aren't. I know a lot of people. I know people close to me who've lost family members this year. People have passed away without family around them. That's happened this year. So I'm blessed to still be here. I'm blessed that my family's still here. And these things are hard to talk about. It's very hard to express. It's hard for me to express myself to my own people. So for me to come on here and talk like this to you guys, you know, it it, it, it means a lot because you guys mean a lot to me. You do. As listeners, if I know you or don't, if you listen, if you're not in the, if you if you're one of the like actual listeners, 
who I don't know, if you're just a listener who's, you know, found my podcast, however, or or your fellow podcast creator, uh, host or whatever, or your friend, family, whoever whoever's listening right now, you guys mean a lot to me. You guys aren't just numbers to me. That's why I really don't care for the end of the year rap. I mean, the numbers are there. They are. Don't, 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 don't get it twisted. The numbers are there. And only I didn't even drop that many episodes this year. The numbers are definitely there. But it's not about numbers for me. And to be to be completely honest, the amount of people I've impacted this year. You know, I I want to touch somebody. Think about the stories I've covered this year. Think about the episodes I've done this year. Recently, the LSU thing. I had guys who had no idea that was going on. They really appreciated that. My girlfriend loved it. I dedicated a whole episode to Kobe. That was one of the hardest episodes I've had to do. Talked about women's equality in sports Impact episodes man Impact episodes I don't come on here Just to talk your ears off about Games and Stats and numbers You guys know I, I I dedicated an entire episode To the Black Lives Matter movement To what's going on in this country I've been talking about COVID since it started I'm not just limited to to sports, and in 2021, I want I want to try to branch out more. But the point I'm making here is, I've impacted people this year, and I've seen it. I had people tagging me on Instagram. I was number one in their Spotify end of the year rap. I came up in their Spotify end of the year rap for podcast listening. I get DMs, messages about certain things I say on episodes. If I made you laugh this year, thank you. <laughs> if I made you laugh this year, thank you, man. If I've taught you something, if you've actually learned, you know, if you've really learned something from me this year, thank you for listening. Because this is a small, you got to think, this is an upcoming podcast. I haven't blown up yet. So I look at this as like a, a family business, mom and pop. You guys are my family. You guys are my family. You guys keep me going. You guys keep the show going. If I had five listeners, five listeners an episode, but if all five of those people got back to me and told me, yo, this was good, yo, this, I would keep going. It's the feedback, the retweets, the likes. You guys are actively listen, listening And this year has been a testament To how loyal you guys are Because I've taken multiple breaks Multiple breaks And you guys still come back I tell you guys I'm dropping one day And I don't do it I come back I finally drop You guys are there again That's love right there man I appreciate it I appreciate it I do um it's just it's just i I've been going through it I've been going through it and it's not it's not like anything's wrong 
with me or um you know my friends family because everybody's been great this year i love everybody um close to me it's been me it's been internally fighting with myself disappointed in myself frustrated myself didn't 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 hit goals i wanted to hit didn't do things or didn't do things i wanted to do things went one way i wanted them to go another didn't commit to certain things whether it was because i didn't want to do them anymore or me being such a overthinker i talked myself off out of it um you know you know we can be our own worst enemy man we can be our own biggest self-doubters we can be our biggest haters and don't even know people be like yeah i got haters haters this we be our biggest haters man i i put a lot of pressure on myself critiquing i put a lot of pressure on myself a 60 second commercial i'll drive i'll hate it i'll hate it man and it'll be good but it'll be something i don't like about it and it makes me want to scrap the whole thing An episode i hated it you know and it's, it's 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 definitely hard you know um being your own worst enemy it is and in uh 2021 we're going to try to do better with that man and just and just do stuff you know stop 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 um stop just doubting myself and really and really just believe but gotta you gotta have self-belief you know so that's that's it but i don't want to take the whole entire episode i'm almost 10 minutes in and i haven't even gotten it started but i just want to say thank you guys for staying with me this year man it's it's, it's really meant a lot to me um this has probably been the hardest year of a lot of us for a lot of us this pandemic man i i, I not even just the disease or the it's, it's just been weighing on me man i don't i don't want to work out i don't want to do nothing i just i just feel just down all the time and i don't i can't tell why um you know i don't want to do anything but you know i'm just trying to work myself out of it keep myself busy you know um and just fight through it um biggest thing i could say man just check on your people check on your people you don't have to we don't you don't you know you don't i don't talk to um certain friends every day they are friends i people i don't talk to but i don't you know check on your people man make sure everybody's good you know you know we use social media if they if they tweet in a certain way check on them they post in a certain way on ig check on them you know make sure they're really okay and really make sure you know don't take their word for it you know really really make sure because you you never know man you never know um so you know what i mean so i'm not gonna um turn this into dr phil much longer man i just wanted to get that off i just so you guys can really understand what i've been doing man it it hasn't been i don't want to come in here and pod and and give you guys you know the best of me is is that's not it i'm not being lazy bro it's just life has been hitting me and and it's just been hard getting through it and i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one so you guys can understand this man so once again man i appreciate you guys for sticking with me um best fans in the in the mother effing world man much love much love but um 
you know, this this portion of the show was not planned, by the way. I just came on here. I felt like I needed to spill my guts to you guys. Um, I hope you guys listen to this part because it's very important. Um, so, man, man, run the, let's run the theme song and let's get this, let's get this party started correctly, man. It's, it's, it's December, last month in the year. We about to close this thing out, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's get to it. Lions, bangles, and bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. It's rap shit, I licked it. I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter product And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bothered So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson Wentz, Stefani Alright, alright, let's do it Let's do it, man, let's do it Man Look Listen I'm getting my boxing bag today, man I'm gonna tell you guys that right off the bat I'm getting, I'm getting deep into my boxing bag today because after what I saw this past weekend, I think I need to say some things. I really think I need to talk to you guys about the sweet science. So I'm going to let you guys know. We're going to talk about celebrity boxing and why it's bad for the sport. Uh, we're going to talk about the current state of boxing, including uh, the December fight schedule. And uh, what's going on with Clarissa Shields. If you don't know who Clarissa Shields is, do your ghouls. But listen to me first, right? And then do your Googles and go watch some watch some of that. Um, let's see. We're gonna talk about how. Uh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna give. I'm gonna give you guys the Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia preview. That's the big fight this weekend. Fox PBC. We're gonna get that. I'm gonna get you guys ready for that. And then we're gonna talk COVID in the NFL, man, because COVID has been beating the NFL silly over these past couple of weeks. We're gonna talk about that. And then we're gonna talk about the playoff race because it's getting close. It's getting close. I got a lot of hot takes for the playoff race. I'm not gonna lie to you. Steaming hot, like real hot, like fresh off the off the stove. It's gonna burn somebody. Somebody gonna be upset with me today. And then we're gonna talk uh, week 13, pick four. And I'm just gonna give you guys my Aaron Rodgers MVP case. Uh, by the way, happy belated birthday, happy 37th birthday to the goat Aaron Rodgers, and happy 26th birthday to number 33 man Aaron Jones. Man, shout out to my guy. So let's get started, man. Let's get started. First of all, let me say this Boxing, man It's not something you play It's not something you get up and just go do Boxing is not a game It's not a game It is not a game, bro You don't play boxing You don't You do not play boxing You can't just go play a pickup game of boxing You can't do that You cannot go play a pickup game of boxing Not at all, bro Not at all That's not something you just do no, no way, no way, no way. That's uh, people think boxing is so easy. People think, okay, yeah, you you go outside, you fight. You think you got hands? Mm. Getting in that ring is totally com- two different things, man. This is the most dangerous and most technically sound sport in the world, and you can't tell me otherwise. You can't. Boxing is so 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 different. Than any others And especially any other combat sport It's really just different man I don't care who you are What sport you play Whether that's professionally professionally or not You can't just jump in that ring And think you're going to get in there and do something You can't 
You can't. Look at a guy like Nate Robinson. Freak athlete, true athlete, right? He got in the ring and looked like he hasn't been in a fight since middle school. Bro, he looked crazy. He looked crazy. Bro, he looked insane. He looked insane. He just kept rushing forward with his head down, had his eyes closed. Dog, he had on sneakers. He had on Knicks colors, for God's sake. He looked nuts. Nothing about that made me ups- made me feel okay. The first two seconds, the first five seconds of the fight, I already knew what type of night it was going to be. It was going to be a quick one. It was going to be a quick one, man. It was going to be a quick one. I feel like we all underestimated Jake Paul, and I don't know why. I don't know why he really, but he's 2-0 professionally. He really boxes. And it was crazy how all of the sparring footage from Jake Paul, him knocking people out and knocking people down and, and sparring sessions, it all came out after the fight. Boy, if Nate would have seen that before the fight, I'm pretty sure he would have been like, eh, eh. I'm cool, man. I'm all right. I'm good. I don't, <laughs> you know what? I don't even, you know what I mean? I don't even want to get involved with that boy, man. I I wish he would have saw the footage, man. Why didn't they show him the footage? That don't, that don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. He looked like he was fighting on the street, bro. So, mess- also, message to you, dude, to you dudes who think you got hands, man. Jake Paul could probably put you to sleep. I'm not going to hold you. I got Jake Paul knocking a lot, of, a lot of dudes out in the ring. In the ring, absolutely. Now, outside the ring, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You you, you know, you, you catch Jake Paul at the bar, a hookah lounge. All right, it might be a little different. But in the ring, squared circle, Jake Paul getting a lot of y'all out of here. I'm, I'm just letting y'all know that. Just letting you know. Just saying. So if you think you can beat Jake Paul, you probably can't. I'm not, I'm just saying, I don't know, man. This, this, this he he's not the best. Now I'm not gonna say he. I'm not gonna talk to, talk about him like he's some top of the line boxer. But he know what he's doing. He does. He knows exactly. He knows what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing. Like it's, like now now by any means, am I am I uh, saying Jake Paul is some pound for pound champ? All right, that's not. But he's he has a lot of sparring experience in two pro fights. Like he's really certified to do that. He certified to do that. Now look, what if I was like you? I want to be a surgeon. I'm going to be a surgeon. You know how I got prepared to be a surgeon? I played operation. And I'm going to go do hot, open heart surgery tomorrow on my best Grey's Anatomies. That sounds crazy, right? That sounds wild. That don't sound like something that should happen. I, nobody should give me a stethoscope. Uh, scrubs. Nothing they I shouldn't I shouldn't have that so think about that when when you when these athletes talk about they want to get in the ring with somebody no amateur experience no pro experience you want to get in the ring no way no way no way no way you know and this should this should have been a warning man to the rest of the NBA NFL and folk, you know, celebrity folk who who box with their fancy trainers out there in Calabasas, boxing is not to be played with, man. It's not. Even if, even MMA guys can't make the transition. Ask, ask your boy McGregor. Boxing is just this different. Let me tell you, I think 
it's easier for boxers to transition to the MMA than it is for MMA guys to transition to boxing. Because you look at the MMA. This is going to offend a lot of UFC fans, MMA fans. But I really think anybody, I'm not saying anybody, okay, anybody with some skill and a little bit of like a, some some type of background, whether it be wrestling, boxing, or um, jujitsu, any of that stuff, they can be successful in the, in the octagon. Look at Brock Lesnar, freak, absolute freak athlete, right? Absolute freak, collegiate wrestler. WWE superstar almost made the Minnesota Vikings last one to get cut before the preseason. He goes to the UFC and becomes the heavyweight champion of the world. Could Brock Lesnar go be a heavyweight boxer? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think Brock Lesnar can just jump in the ring and go be a heavyweight boxer. That no way. But, Jack, but Brock Lesnar got in that octagon and was very successful. Very successful. Very successful. Retired, you know, football players go to the MMA. CM Punk went to the MMA. Was he good? No. No, no, he was not. But he went. He was there. <laughs> um, I just think that cuz you look at the you look at you look at MMA. All right, you got your you got your ground game, you got your feet, you got your hands, right? It's it's a mix of things. But a but look at think about some of the UFC fights, MMA fights. There's, some of those fights are over in ten seconds. You know why? Because somebody got knocked out, hands, quickly, no skill involved, nothing, no footwork was involved, none of that craziness, just hands. So that means a boxer, a good boxer, somebody with a serious boxing background, all they need is to go to a gym, get a little ground game. They don't even have, they don't even need to, you know, be a submission technician. They just go in there and knock people out. Basically. I'm sorry, this might sound ignorant. It may sound ignorant. I'm not trying to diminish the MMA and what those guys put their bodies through and, 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 and you know, a certain skill that it takes. But I'm just saying I don't think that MMA is as technical as boxing. I just think it's an easier sport to just jump into. Because Conor McGregor, you know, one of the best to do it in a UFC. Bro, if Floyd took that fight serious, it wouldn't have been as entertaining as it was. Floyd could have really just embarrassed him and really it, it could have been a long night for everybody, but he made it interesting. No way in hell if Floyd trains for that fight is McGregor even touching him. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. It's just it's just harder, man. It's harder. It's harder. Footwork, defense. It's 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 just too much. It's the sweet science, baby. Boxing is nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. 
Mm-mm. No. It's nothing to play with, man. Now, let's just talk about this past Saturday and its totality. The entire Triller event. Let's just talk about that before. I'm going to show my love first because I did enjoy the event itself. Um, before I get into what we saw in the ring and why that was really bad for the sport. But let's talk about the event. Overall, the night was very entertaining. I enjoyed the music, especially the, the commentary. Trello definitely has a future and put it on events like this. I enjoyed it because not only did you know we heard all of the performances clearly. Like when I watch fights and guys come out with rappers, bro, I swear you can never hear them. There's something always wrong with the mic and you can never hear the music. That's been one of my favorite things about these um, fights with no fans. We can hear the walkout music clear as day. So for for the, all the music and everything, for all the performances to go on, go on without a hitch, without a hitch, that was great. So if Triller can keep that aspect of it involved, yes, absolutely. And the commentary, you know, we had Mauro Ranello, you know, Showtime and former WWE commentator. That was, you know, I mean, he's top of the line elite commentator today. Uh, we had Sugar Ray Leonard. And Israel, man, I, I, Adesanya, man, he did a great job. He did a great job, but the star... Of the show was Uncle Snoop, man. It he blew it out the park, man. So it was so good that Snoop and Triller are launching a boxing league called the Fight Club on Triller, which Snoop will be the face of. So that's just beautiful, man. Snoop's gonna get money, and I would hope to see him get other people involved that can bring that flavor uh, to the commentary booth because that's just gonna be fun to hear, fun to watch. Like, bro, Snoop had me dying, bro. Snoop had me dying, bro. That was just great. That was great. That was great. Unorthodox. Just let him say whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, that was good. That was good, man. That was good. So that I enjoyed. Now let's let's talk about what we saw in the ring. Now Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson was hilarious, but as a boxing purist, a true boxing fan of you know of the sport, man, this this wasn't something I wanted to see. Celeb boxing shouldn't be at the forefront of the sport. Especially with the big fights slated for this for the month, man. This 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 isn't how we were supposed to start the month of December for the sport of boxing. This this wasn't. I cannot wait until tomorrow so I can get this that taste out of my mouth, man. I cannot wait until to see some real boxing tomorrow because, man, that was nasty last weekend, bro. That was disgusting. I'm sorry, that was nasty. That was nasty, man. Celeb boxing, celebs and and YouTube stars are they're polluting the sport. And somebody's gonna get seriously hurt, man. Nate, Nate Robinson really got knocked out. Like he was, good night, wake up, Nate. Stop for school, like bro. He was sleeping. He was sleep. I don't want to see. I don't want to see my celebrity people get hurt like that. Ain't no need for that, bro. You got the Paul brothers running. You got Jake Paul running around like he Pac. You got the Paul brothers thinking they, the Klitschko brothers. The WBC giving them belts. Abolish abolish the WBC. For the love of God. I can't stand the WBC, man. Damn it. <sighs> and then oh God. Let's let's can we talk let's talk about the main the main event. Um I don't want to see Mike Tyson or Rory Jones with their shirts off ever again. Mike Tyson had a lot of y'all fooled, man. 
them Instagram pictures, they might have been doctored. Because at the weigh-in, I was like, all right, Mike looked cool, but he don't look as crazy as he did when I saw him on Instagram the other day. He might need to go get the Funk Flex treatment. No? Okay. I'm just saying, he looked old, all right? His body looked old. He didn't look as crazy as I thought he would look. And I don't know what y'all saw on Saturday night, but I saw two old men who need to go sit the hell down, bro. That was nothing about that was good. But I, t- and I don't, I don't listen. I don't know, man. Nothing about that made me say, "Damn, I want to see Mike fight in 2021." I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't need to see Mike Tyson in the ring no more, bro. It's 20. It, 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 it's just something I don't need to see. And I'm damn sure not paying for it, bro. If you paid for that fight, if you paid for that cut, I really feel bad for you, bro. It's 2020. Y'all still streaming fights? Really? Hold on. That might be them people. <laughs> no, let me stop. I'm just saying. Come on, dog. Look, man. You, look, man. It, it's too much technology out here for y'all to be paying for pay-per-view events, bro. It's too much technology out here. Ain't no way y'all supposed to pay for that last weekend. No way. That was a stream event only for the free 99. I wish I would look like stream uh paying for a fight. Damn near 2021. Y'all buying fights like it's 1985, 2002. No, 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 no. We stream fights here for the free. For the free. I had people hit me up Saturday night too that I did not know who they were. There was a couple of numbers that hit me like you. What's up with the fight? I was like, what? Who the hell? How the hell? And I just dropped the link off, man. I'm not going I'm not going to be stingy with it with it to a certain extent, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not that that type of guy. I'm not ty- I'm not that type of guy, you know. So, yeah, that 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 yeah, nothing about that made me say, "Damn, let's see Mike and Holyfield cuz I I don't want to see that." I don't um but you know, what 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 really made me upset? Well, not upset, but it's just like, bro, in their prime, you know, these two were insane. They were insane. They were insane. But boy, is the time to pack it up, man. This is like when two old wrestlers like get on a WrestleMania card, like a like a like deep in the card. When then when a up and coming or established young star, you know, they're slighted. Like, bro, we don't want to see. Like Hulk Hogan and the ring. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to see Shawn Michaels and Triple H and all the old guys still in there. We don't want to. That's not something I would like to see. So, what makes you think I want to see Mike Tyson fight anybody? No, no, thank you. I don't want to see anything like this ever again. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I'm cool off the the YouTube stars, and I'm cool off the celebrities, and I'm cool out off of off of boxers who hit their primes um, when I was born. So I'm good. I'm good on that. All I want to see is real boxing, whether that be men or women. Now, with that being said, let's talk about women in the sport of boxing right now. If you don't know who Clarissa Shields is, I've talked about her on the show before. 
So I'll be introducing and reintroducing Clarissa Shields to you all. So Clarissa Shields, right? She's ten and zero in the sport of box. She's let me let me tell you guys this. She's twenty five years old from Flint, Michigan, right? Olympic gold medalist, ten and zero. Uh, she was what 70, 77 and one as an amateur. Ten and ten pro fights, ten and zero, two knockouts, three division champion, former undisputed middleweight champion, former unified super middleweight champion, and current unified super welterweight champion. She currently holds the WBC and the WBO super welterweight belts. She's only twenty five, ladies and gentlemen. And the fastest fighter in history, not fastest woman, not fastest fighter in women's boxing, no, fastest boxer in the history of the sport to become a a three-division champion. Number one pound-for-pound woman in the sport. Now, you would think with these accolades, she would have at least been on a pay-per-view card before. No, no pay-per-view cards, no pay-per-view main events. None of that, None, none to that. Now, in her last fight when she made history as the fastest rising three-division champion in the sport, she only made $300,000. Now, Deontay Wilder, he made $4 million in the first fight with Fury, with Tyson Fury back in 2018 and $6 million in pay-per-view sales. Amanda Nunes, a GOAT in her arena, right? Last year, she made five hundred k. And 450K in both of her bouts in 2019. Amanda Nunes' net worth is $5 million. Clarissa Shields' net worth is $3 million. So, I say all this to say, when you talk about, you know, women in boxing, you know, Shields has been dominant, bro. Dominant. In 10, in 10 pro bouts. And has garnered, excuse me, Garner no real competition. No, it's not her fault that she's better than everybody. It's not her fault that competitors, you know, they're not, they're just not up to par. She's just not lining them up and knocking them down. The same thing that we held Lomachenko in such high regard for. When Loma was making people quit, we loved it. We loved it. We loved it. Nobody ever questioned what was going on with that. We just enjoyed watching it. Why can't we do the same thing? Why can't they? Because I enjoy they accept Clarissa Shields as a top dog in the sport. What do you guys want her to do? Fight men? Same thing I say about any other sport. You gotta you you, you get what's in front of you. You gotta do what's in front of you. She can't just be like, nah, I don't want to fight her. Let me let me fight Errol Spence. Like, no, that's not how that goes, bro. That's not how it goes. She's beaten all the women, all the champions in three different divisions already. What do y'all what else does she have to do? What else does she have to do? Why couldn't Clarissa Shields be on the card this weekend? Why couldn't she be on the pay-per-view card sharing the same card with with Walter Wade titleless greats in the sport right now? That's more exposure for women boxing. So, here's my thing. You look at MMA and the UFC, right? They turn women into stars. And they they, they take their women 
that 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 are great in their sport, and they turn into stars. You look, look, Ronda Rousey, Cyborg, Manu Nunes, Misha Tate, Holly Holm, etc. They're world renowned. We know them outside of MMA. We, I don't. I'm a casual MMA fan, but I know those women. I've watched them fight. I've seen them headline pay per views. I've seen them on cards. Say what you want about Dana White. He's going to put those ladies on these cards. They're getting exposure. Other women, other young ladies are seeing these women. If they like, yo, I can do that. I can do that. Can't say the same for boxing. Can't say the same. Can't say the same. It's not the same at all. Not the same at all. Shields is one of the best. You know, one of the best in the sport. And doesn't have the backing she deserves. As and, and and quite frankly, isn't fighting for the purse she deserves. She's not fight, making way, way, way less than she should. Way less than she should. So, I think it was what earlier this year, there were talks about um, Clarissa Shields versus Amanda Nunes. They were going to do one in the ring and one in the octagon. That could have been millions right there for both of them. That would have been that. That could have been their biggest paydays. Everybody would have wanted to see that. That didn't happen. So, Clarissa Shields decided to sign a multi-year deal with PFL, the Pro Fight League. I believe that's what it's called. It's an MMA league. They have a season and a postseason. I had no idea this existed, by the way. They have a regular season and a postseason, and the grand prize is $1 million. So, she'll still be boxing and looks to become a champion in the the MMA as well. Um and I think she can do it. I think she can make that transition. I do. I do. And if she finds the money there, stick with it. Because you, you've done, basically done everything you can honestly do in the sport of boxing in such short time. Why not go take on another challenge and try to do the same thing there? Why not? Why not? Because I can see it, man. She has that. And she's young. She's 25. She can still do it. I think another thing is when people... Wait too long to try to make the jump. Like, if you're past 30, I don't think you should be making the jump. I don't know. Stick to new, stick to know what you stick to what you know. Um, but yeah, I I I I just think that just like in most sports, you know, women are always pushed to the back. But especially in the sport of boxing, especially in the sport of boxing. Yeah, man, just just a couple things I wanted to get, you know, talk about, make you guys aware of. Um, but yeah, man, go watch some Clarissa Shields fights, man. I'm telling you, man, she's a dog, bro. She's a dog. Straight out of Flint, Michigan, bro. Seriously. Alright. Oh, 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 oh. Before we move on, I sound like Lenny Williams. Oh, 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 oh. What I know about Lenny Williams, man? Y'all don't know what. Y'all don't know nothing. Y'all don't know nothing. Um, Alright, before I move on to the fight this weekend, man, let me get you guys ready for a great slate of boxing in December. So we got a, a few title fights, um, you know, so let's talk about it, man. Tonight, tonight actually, this evening, because it's uh, UK time, so our time, um, East Coast time, it'll be 5pm, I believe, where the, the ring walks will be happening, but we got Billy Joe Saunders Taking on Martin Murray on this is a, uh, courtesy of DAZN and Sky Sports. Um, Saunders, Billy Joe Saunders, 
one of the fighters that was talked about in fighting Canelo Alvarez. He is undefeated and will be defending the WBO super middleweight title. This fight will be taking place at Wembley Stadium. So that's tonight. Um, I don't know what I'm, am I going to be available for that? I don't know. I might be grocery shopping with the wife. I don't know. Oh, I'll be doing. I'll be doing. I, I, I would hope. Now I'm not going to lie. You know, my girlfriend, look, she, she watched that mess with me last weekend. You know, she lets me watch my football. You know what I mean? She, she's very compliant when it comes to, and very understanding and reasonable when it comes to me wanting to watch sports. So I'm probably not going to get available for that tonight because tomorrow I already told her, look, babe, we got big fight this weekend, real boxing. I told her I need to be, you know, let's go, let's go shopping today, go get the Christmas tree today, do all that today because tomorrow night, all right, I'm gonna be locked in. I'm, I, I told her, so she understands. So tomorrow night, like I said, after this, I'll get you guys ready for um, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. This is Fox PBC full breakdown on the way. But on December twelfth, we got Anthony Joshua. Um, I do not know this man's name. What is this? Kubrat Pulov? I think I just did that. All right. This is also DAZN and Sky Sports. Um, both have lost one fight. And three of the four major world heavyweight titles will be on the line. This will be taking place at the O2 Arena in London. Once again, this is December 12th. Heavyweight action, man. So that's going to be a good one. I would definitely be checking that one out. And then to um, close up the big, big fights, honestly, uh, we got Canelo Alvarez, man, back in the ring, taking on Cullum Smith. This is also DAZN. Um, so good month for DAZN, for sure. Um, so Smith is undefeated. And we all know Canelo's body. You know, one one loss to Floyd beat everybody else. We already know what what he's bringing to the table. But you guys know that'll be a fight. I'll give you guys a real breakdown on soon, next couple of weeks. But the WBA super middleweight and the ring super excuse me super middleweight title will be on the line. This will be Saturday, December nineteenth, taking taking place in San Antonio's Alamo Dome. So yeah, man, we got some good fights coming up. We got some definitely got some good boxing coming up. You know, it's been a tough year for boxing, making certain fights happen. But we saw Loman Lopez. That was a good one. Uh, what else did we see this year? Daniel. Oh, um, Javante Davis and Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that. We had that. Um, it's been it's been some fights. It's been some fights this year. It's been a slow year. We already know, man. You know, COVID got us all messed up out here, but. Uh, December, man, we, you know, the boxing world is, is ending December with a bang, man. So some good boxing, good, 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 good boxing coming up to end the year. And hopefully, you know, that, that transitions into 2021. So now let me get you guys ready for Errol Spence Jr., man, versus Danny Garcia. Now, Gar <laughs> Danny Garcia. Now, this is Errol Spence's first fight since the accident that Almost, um, you know, glad he made it out of that. Glad he's still healthy and healthy enough to get in the ring. Um, so, this fight will be taking place on Fox. Uh, Pay-per-view, uh, Premier Boxing Champion. Saturday, this Saturday night, tomorrow night, uh, it will be taking place at Jerry's World, AT&T Stadium, and the WBC and IBF welterweight titles are on the line. Let's look at the tail of the tape. So, Errol Spence Jr., defending champion. Undefeated, 30 years old, stands at 5'10 with a 72-inch reach. Southpaw, left-handed fighter, 26-0, 12-0, and 
21 KOs. Spence has won five of his last five fights, um, including two knockouts and one stoppage. His last two stop, um, excuse me, his last two fights uh, were won by decision, one unanimous decision, decision, and one split decision. Now, on the flip side, we look at Danny Garcia. Uh, 32 years old, he stands at 5'9", with a 68.5-inch reach, so he's a disadvantage height-wise and reach-wise, so we'll see how that comes into play. He's an orthodox right-handed fighter. Uh, 36-2, 21 knockouts. Garcia has won three of his last five. Uh, one stoppage, one knockout, and one unanimous decision. His only two losses come to Keith Thurman and Sean Porter. Um, Errol Spence beat Sean Porter. He never, he never got a chance to fight Keith one time Thurman though. Hmm. So I want to talk. I really, I really want to, you know, I'm going to talk about the fight and I'm going to give you guys my prediction, but I really want to talk about Danny Garcia. Because to be completely on, completely wow, completely honest, this might be his last shot. This might be his last shot at the titles. Let me tell you why. He's thirty-two years old, not old by any means, but in the sport, you know, he's been around for thirteen years now. This might be his last chance at a really big fight. You go back to two thousand eighteen. Yeah, spring 2018, March 2018, he loses to Keith Thurman. Loses about to Keith Thurman. That was uh, his first loss, right? He's lost to Keith Thurman and Sean Porter. Those were, you know, recently, you know, biggest welterweights in the sport, you know, and the uh, highest ranked welterweights that he's fought. You know, big fights, right? Big fights, big fights. He's lost both of them. So it gets to be, can he win the big one? That's that's what we we're gonna, we're gonna start to start to ask. Can he win the big one? And, you know, he didn't get truly dominated in either of those fights. He didn't get knocked out. Both of those fights went all 12 rounds. But here's here's what happened. Danny is a counter puncher. But with Danny, what happened with Danny in both of those fights what happened is what happens to a lot of fighters. When you wait on somebody to throw a punch or throw a, a certain... Uh, Certain couple punches And you want to wait on it And try to react And that's how you You know You wait for opening You can you're, you, you can be waiting all night There's a point where You can be waiting all night And that's what What happened And he wasn't aggressive He didn't throw his hands Let's look at the uh, The, the comedy box stats From the Thurman fight A couple years back So Garcia only threw 40 434 punches Thurman out threw And outlanded Garcia Through 8 rounds and was way more active and effective. So Danny tried to play. Danny tried to play catch up late in the late rounds to play catch up, but it didn't. It was way too late. It didn't work. Um, I think a recent example of that was what we saw with Lomachenko and Lopez. You know, Lomachenko started to come around in the late rounds, but honestly, it was too late. So, same thing. Garcia um versus Porter, right? So, Garcia threw five hundred twenty-seven punches, and Porter threw three hundred more. Now, his punch output got extremely high in the second half of the fight, once again trying to pick, play catch-up because it was clear that Porter was in control of the fight by just being the more active fighter and giving the judges more to ooh and ah about. Um, so he lost on the card. So you look at his last fight uh, versus Ivan Redcatch. Redcatch. 
Um, Danny landed 195 punches, but threw 568 punches. So higher punch output than both of those fights. Landed more and outlanded Ivan by 88 punches, who who threw 578. So his activity and accuracy got him a unanimous decision. So his my keys to victory for Garcia is don't wait for Spence, because you have to get active early. Um, waiting for Spence, you'll be you know leaving on your back, or you'll just be waiting for an opening all night that will never come. Um, and then I, I would say don't let Spence catch you with one of his big shots, man, because he has power. He still has power. He hasn't knocked anybody out in a while, but he he still has power. And Danny has a hell of a chin, but he can catch you. And just be active, man. That's that's the best thing I can tell you, bro. Be active. You can't get in there and be scared. And the same on the flip side. Same thing can be said for for um Errol Spence. Now Errol Spence, I love Errol Spence. I love both of these guys. I, it's it's going to be hard for me to pick a winner. Actually, I don't even I don't I really don't want to, but I will. Hold on. So you look at his last two fights. I think you know the the Mikey Garcia fight and the Sean Porter fight. Now two different guys, two different styles, but. He really looked gun shy. That's the best way I can describe it. Like he really, he knew he had to get in there and box both guys. Um, it looked like at no point did he really want to go for a knockout. It looked like he was just trying to win on points. I think that both of these guys are going. It's, it's going to take a, a a couple of rounds for this fight to get to heat up. I do. I think it's going to take a couple of rounds for this fight to heat up, like most big fights do. Especially, you know, these guys have never been in a ring with each other. You know, it's their first time fighting each other. It's going to take it a couple of rounds to to, to open up. Um, I don't think we're going to really see anybody take true control over this over this fight if both of them come in and go at it. Um, if we have one person not throwing their hands, of course, you know, it's 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 going to look away. But if both of these guys come to fight. I think it can be a good fight. I don't think anybody's going to sleep. I don't. I don't think anybody's going to sleep. Um, but I think you know Spence. He has to get in there, use his reach. Obviously, use his reach and his size because he's a big guy. He's a big. He's a big welterweight, and like he said, you know he doesn't want to be at one forty, um, one forty seven much longer. He's probably going to end up at one fifty four in twenty twenty one. Um. So depending on how how this fight goes, this could either be, um, you know, his second to last or last fight at 147. I really think it's going to be a good fight. I've been looking forward to this fight. I'm glad this fight is happening. Um, but I think I'm gonna roll with Danny this weekend, man. I think I'm rolling with Danny, bro. Danny has looked really good in his last couple of fights. Um, you know, Spence has looked all right. He's looked good as well. But I'm rolling with Danny, man. I. But it's not like I, I'm. I'm just you know, I'm picking sides or I'm professionally I'm picking Danny. But personally, I just want to see a good fight. I don't really care who wins. I love Danny Garcia. I think I've no, I've known Danny Garcia as a boxer longer than Errol Spence, so that's why I feel this way. And honestly, I think this is Errol Spence's biggest fight. I think this is his biggest fight. I mean, the, the Mikey Garcia fight was big. Uh, the Sean Porter fight, all right, but. It's Danny Garcia. This, this is Danny Garcia's biggest fight as well to me. So we're going to see how these guys perform under the lights, man, at AT&T Stadium. That's going to be great. You know, hometown fight for Errol Spence, you know, Dallas guy. I'm sure Yellow Beezy, Yellow Beezy will be in the building. So it's going to be a good one, bro. 
it's going to be a good one. So I'm excited, definitely excited to see how that fight is going to play out, man. I, I really am. I really am. So let's see. Are we still? Are we, am I done with the boxing? Hold on, let me check it out because I think I think we may be done with the boxing portion of the show, and that has given us forty minutes of content. So that's love right now, man. That's love. That's great. We're doing good. We're doing good. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Before I get to the football stuff, man, I just wanted to say, um, the NBA has been going crazy. Matter of fact, I'll save that for the next show. I, I will. I will. We'll, we'll talk basketball next week. All right, I promise. We'll talk basketball next week. We got football to get through, man. Let's talk about COVID, man. I know we're tired of hearing about it, but we got to talk about it. So, let's talk about the. We got to talk about the Ravens, the Steelers, the 49ers, the Broncos, the Browns, and what Goodell is saying. So the Ravens, man. So Thanksgiving, it was supposed to be the Ravens versus the Steelers Thanksgiving football game. That didn't happen. The Ravens had 10 straight days of positive tests, man. They lost Lamar. They lost, uh, who else did they lose? Willie Sneed. They lost a lot of guys, man. They had a lot of guys on the COVID reserve list, and it was crazy because that was a big outbreak. Hadn't really seen a big outbreak like that. I mean, you know, we had the Titans incident. But outside of that, we, you know, it's been spotty, honestly, and that's been that's been impressive, you know, and guys have been coming back. So, but we knew this would happen. But this was this was crazy. Ten straight days, multiple positives, and um, you know, went out and um, you know, they went out and played Pittsburgh under man. We're gonna talk about that as well. I just wanna say, man, they 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 played their hearts out on Wednesday, man. RG three, Trace, those guys, those guys played. And that defense, man, that defense held on for as long as they can. And I say the refs blew that game with a delay game. Um, missed call um, at the half, and then that that damn um first down at the end. That was not that wasn't a first down, bro. He was short, he was short. But that that Ravens defense did all they could. They went out there and they they you know they held it down. And I think RG three is gonna have to play again on Tuesday because I don't think Lamar is gonna be eligible to play yet. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I think, but from what I saw on Wednesday, man, that Ravens team can win out. I think they can win out. I think they can win out. I was I was very happy to see them keep that game as close as they could, as it was for as long as they did, for sure. Especially how the game started, but um, you know they haven't had any positive tests. I think what the last two days, so that's great. That's great. Now the Steelers placed what three players on the COVID list. I think Pouncey, Connor, and I think it was somebody else. So they had a little trouble, but no no new positives from them. Um, the 49ers, man, they, the 49ers have to move to Arizona due to California re- regulations. So they're having their, their last couple home games in Arizona, and they'll be at, um, they'll be practicing there and everything. So that's that's tough. Uprooting yourselves into the season, that's that's kind of annoying. That's definitely annoying. Um, bro, the Broncos had to play with no quarterbacks, no no starter, no second string, no third string, no fourth string. They had a receiver, practice squad receiver, playing quarterback. That was a mess. That was a mess. These these guys. Hold on, Drew Locks. What did Drew Locks' mom say? Hold on, folk. What did Drew Locks' mom say? Drew Lock mom. Yeah, let's go to Twitter. Wish yet. Let's see. 
where Alright here's what she said on Twitter Damn this is a lot Shame shame on The many for thinking Oh she missed She mistyped she, she must have been furious When she typed this up For thinking that they can speak Of others in damning ways Here is the truth Drew and the QB room requested permission to watch film. They came to the facility on their own time to put in more work. His leadership, which seems to be in question by some, brought them to this predicament. Drew asking for more commitment of his QB room than just on normal NFL day. Drew and the QBs even requesting a room at the facility rather than risking trouble and meeting at an off-campus site. This is a group of four men that had tested negative that day and are are people are with people there wait what is she saying and are with people their ecosystem as we tell our children and friend groups what is what isn't what is she saying she did a little too much with this one anyway they let their guard down they did not wear their mask the entire time they were in Socially distant environment It's unfortunate Not damning Does Drew take this virus serious Ask his sister Who visited And had to quarantine And test before arriving Ask his girlfriend Who had, who even Who he even has Asked not to travel To away games Ask his dad and I Who stay in a hotel Game weekends Rather than being home Blah 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 Oh and by the way Not oh and by the way He does not have COVID He wasn't the one With COVID And I pray nightly I hope he doesn't nor anyone else get COVID. Let's interrogate the those in the NFL that do have COVID. How safe were they being? Who was in their ecosystem that shouldn't have been? Or were they just not wearing their mask all the time? As a parent, educator, and a friend, a co-worker, a boss, using people to make an example of a situation that's wrong, the NFL used their wrong book. Um, listen here, Laura Lock at Laura Lock Rocks. Shut up. Shut up. I know I know that's your boy. I know you're you're defending your boy, your your kid and all, but he was he was wrong here. It wasn't that cut and dry. It wasn't it wasn't that cut and dry. I'm 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 not rolling with that story. Alright? I'm sorry. I'm not rolling with that story. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna sit here and tell me that they all ended up on the COVID reserve list because they wanted to study. I'm not no. No. Just like a a disc game in 2020, I'm not buying it. What I look like buying a disc? I got a PlayStation 5 right here, digital. What I look like paying for? Let me hold on. Let me turn around and look at it real quick. It's beautiful. Pre-ordered. I got that. What I look like buying a disc in 2020. So I'm damn sure not buying that that story, Laura. Not buying it, buddy. But um, so the what else happened? The Browns had to go viral. I'm mean, viral. The Browns had to go virtual too. And then so so Mike, Mike, my guy on NBC, he was asking Roger Goodell the the hard hitting questions on Wednesday, and Goodell was bobbing and weaving per usual. Um, Goodell said no bubble is coming, and and look, man, like I said, bro, it comes down to discipline. It does. It comes down to discipline. It comes. You look at what happened to Ravens. I don't know what the hell. You know what was that? The the weight the weightlifting guy. The the what was it? The 
the weight coach, he came in there acting crazy, you know what I mean, not following protocol and got everybody messed up, but I don't know what else was going on in the Ravens facility. I don't know what those guys were doing in there, but wow, did that just snowball into a whole mess. That bro, that they were supposed to play Thursday. Then it was like, no, nah, we're gonna play Sunday. Then it was like, no, nah, we're gonna play Tuesday. And then we ended up playing Wednesday afternoon. I never want to see Wednesday afternoon football again. That made me itch. I was very uncomfortable. And boy, NBC, bro, NBC was not playing with y'all at all. They said, look, we gotta light this Christmas tree up tonight. And Rockefeller sent. We not we not rescheduling that for no football. Let me tell y'all something. Football here is for Sundays, all right? Other days of the week, we got things to do, all right? NBC wasn't playing with the NFL, bro. They said, look, y'all going to go ahead and suit up at 340 because tonight we got to light this Christmas tree up. We not playing with y'all and wrap it up, all right? Yeah, they wasn't playing. But um, like I said, man, this season, it, it, it's going to play all the way through. Something terrible has to happen. For this, and it's, I guess, guys getting COVID isn't terrible enough. But, yeah, man, we're, we're this this season, and you think if you think these owners would let this season get canceled, not a game has been canceled yet. Notice that. They've been rescheduled. Oh, yeah, they've been, but then nothing has been canceled yet. They've been rescheduled. I just, we, hey, we got to make the Christmas, all right? I got fantasy football playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah, man, come on. Come on, man. Be real. Be, 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 be serious. Come on. All right. So, let's talk about the playoff race, man. Let's talk about the playoff race. I think I'm going to get you guys out of here after this. I don't think you guys want to hear me talk about Aaron Rodgers any more than I already do. Right? Just no Aaron Rodgers for MVP, man. Pur, poo. Um, Let's look at the AFC. So, currently... Steelers are the one seed at eleven and zero. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are two at the two seed at ten and one. Titans eight and three. Bills eight and three. Browns eight and three. Dolphins seven and four. Colts seven and four. So let's look at the next five games for the for the Steelers. They play at home versus the Washington Football Team. Then they go to Buffalo, go to Cincinnati, come back home, play the Colts, and they end with their season finale in Cleveland. You look at the Chiefs. They're home this week against Denver. Then they go to Miami. Then they go to New Orleans. Then they play home um, against Atlanta. And then they stay home for a division finale, season finale against the Chargers. You look at the Titans. They're home this week against Cleveland. They go to Jacksonville. Come back home against Detroit. Then they go to Green Bay. Then they go to Houston. Uh, Buffalo. They're at San Francisco this week. Then they're home against Pittsburgh. That's going to be that might be the game of the year right there. Then they go to Denver. Then they go to New England. Then they come home season finale against Miami. Cleveland, they go to Tennessee this week. They're home against Baltimore for their second matchup. Then they go to New York. They play the Giants. And then once again, they're staying in Metal Meadowlands to play the, the Jets. Have that, that's the second time a team's done that this year. Really convenient. I think I think like that should be like if if you have to play the Jets and the Giants in the same season, I think you should I think the NFL should schedule them back to back if possible. That makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Just, just a thought. Um, then they, they, they're home against uh, Pittsburgh this, to close the season out. Then you, the Dolphins, they're home against Cincinnati. They're home against Kansas City. They're home against New England. Wow. Then they go 
on the road to play Las Vegas and on the road to play Buffalo. Then the Colts, they're at Houston. They're at they're at Vegas. They're home against Houston. They play Houston twice in two in three weeks. Then they they go to Pittsburgh and they're home against Jacksonville. So here's 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 what I think is about to happen. All right, here's here's where the hot takes come in. I say Steelers win three of their next five. I think they lose two and finish fourteen or two. I think the Steelers are going to lose this week and I think they're going to lose next week and just finish three straight. I think that Washington is going to shock them. I think you know Washington. They haven't played football since Thursday. They're well. They're well rested. And after that game, Antonio Gibson had. I think. I think the Washington football team is going to shock a lot of people this week. I do. Then Buffalo. I think I already said a while back that Buffalo was going to be the team, and I think that Buffalo still will be. And I think they they beat the Steelers as well. And then after that, the Steelers. It's it's pretty much smooth sailing, honestly. Um, they have to solve the schedule here. And a lot of people are not going to be picking Washington to win. A lot of people are only going to be talking about the Bills. But I think Washington has a chance. Um, you look at the Chiefs. I think they win four of the next five. I think they lose to Miami. I think I think they lose to Miami. I do. I think Miami can do it. Um, I think they finish 14-2 and two as well. I think the Titans win four of the next five. I think they lose to Green Bay. Finish 13-3. and three. Um, I think the Bills win. I think the Bills finish the season thirteen to three. That's what I predicted them as. I don't think they're going to lose the rest of the season. I don't. Um, I think the I think the Browns win two of the next five. I think they lose to Tennessee. I think they lose to Baltimore and Pittsburgh and finish six and ten and six. I think Dolphins. I think they stay hot and win four of the next five. I think they lose to Buffalo though and finish eleven and five. Now I think the Colts. I think they lose two of five. Lose to Houston one time. Lose to Vegas, lose to Pittsburgh, and finish nine to seven. So let's 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 get an overall summary here. The top two teams, right, right now, I think they have soft schedules, but they could be stunned by teams they aren't supposed to lose to. I think that you know, the the Dolphins and the Washington football team, they have a chance to beat these teams. I think Dolphins can beat the Chiefs. I think the 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 Washington football team can beat Pittsburgh. Look at the Titans, man. Derrick Henry, with the exception of maybe Cleveland, I don't know. Maybe they can, they can, they can, you know, limit Derrick Henry. But after that game, he just said, man. I, you look at the rest of the teams he's playing: Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, Houston. Bro, he's gonna run through the rest of the schedule. He is, bro. He's going to run through the rest of the schedule. Run them boys right to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And Buffalo coming off the bye, they they really might be the scariest team in the, in the AFC, bro. Nobody wants to say it because it's Buffalo, and and the AFC East has been what it has been for the for the last however many years. But times have changed, bro. And I told you guys before the season started that Buffalo was going to be here, and they are here. Um, so I think Buffalo finishes strong. Um, and I see the Browns and Colts missing the playoffs. I think the Ravens went out, and I think the Raiders also replaced. I think the Ravens and Raiders get into the playoffs. So, yeah, man, that's the AFC playoff race for you. So let's get into the NFC. Um, let's roll on over. So right now we got the Saints at nine and two, the Seahawks at eight and three, the Packers at eight and three. The oh my goodness, the Giants are in fourth place. At four and seven, the Rams are five and at five and seven and four. The Bucks are seven and five, and then we got the Cardinals with the seventh seed, six and five. So here's what, so here's how 
Wow. Here's how it lines up for all the NFC teams. So, Saints, they go to Atlanta this week. Then they go to Philly. Then they're home against Kansas City. Then they play Minnesota. I think that's the Christmas game, right? And then they finish the season in Carolina. Then the Seahawks, they go, they're home against the Giants, home against the Jets. See, look at that. See, the Jets and the Giants should carpool together. All right, man. All right, y'all not feeling me today. I get it. I get it. Y'all not get it. Like that was funny. All right, y'all got it. Then they go and play the Washington football team. Then they're home against the Rams, and then they finish the season um, in Arizona. But they'll be playing the 49ers. Mm, another one. I'm on fire. Um, then the Packers, man. They play home this week against Philly. Then they go to Detroit. Then they're home against Carolina. Then they're home against Tennessee. Then they go to Chicago. The Giants, they go to Seattle, they're home against Arizona, they're home against Cleveland, then they go to Baltimore, then they go their home season finale is against Dallas. The Rams go to Arizona. They they're home against New England. They're home against the Jets. They go to Seattle and they finish home against Arizona. So they play Arizona twice within the next five weeks. So that's gonna be the probably, you know, very interesting to see. Um then we got the Bucks. They have a bye this week. They're home against Minnesota. They go to Atlanta. They go to Detroit. Then they finish in Atlanta. Another division matchup twice in five weeks to end the season. And the Cardinals, you know, they play the Rams this week. Then they go to New York. They play the Giants. And they're home against Philly. Then they play home against San Francisco. Then they got to go see the Rams one more time. So here's how it shakes up for me. I say the Saints win three or five. And I think they lose to Atlanta once. And I think they lose to the Vikings on Christmas and, and finish 12-4. and four. You guys know, whatever it is, even at the Dome, in the Superdome, these last three years, the Vikings have had, I mean, the, the Saints have had a problem with the Vikings. I don't know if it's um, karma for the the bounty hunting that was going on in the NFC title game back, you know, when Favre was quarterback. But I don't know what it is, bro, but the Vikings have just some voodoo on this reversed on the Saints. So, I think they finish the season 12 and 4. I think the Seahawks win 3 or 5. I say they also lose to the Washington football team and LA and finish 11 and 5. I think the Packers went out and finished 13 and 3. I, I just looking at their schedule, I think they have one of the softer schedules. Um, you know, to get two two division matchups, um a, a ravaged Philadelphia, um and then you know Carolina, they're good, but mm, you know what I mean? And then the only thing I'm worried about going up against King Henry. And, and that's fantasy football, Super Bowl week. So, God willing, I'll be there. And I'll be, I want to win, but I want King Henry to win too. So, I'm just saying. Um, And then, man, the Giants finna lose all five of them games, man. Get the hell out of here. They're going five and 11. I'm gonna think, I think the Rams win four or five. I think they lose to Arizona week 17. Not this week, though. Week 17, they finish 11-5. Now, the Bucks. I think they lose. I think they win three or five. They lose to Minnesota and Atlanta one time and finish 9-7. and seven. I think the Cardinals win four or five, lose to L.A. once, and finish 10-6. A lot of division football left to be played in the NFC. Lots of it. Um, I think the Washington football team will win the NFC East and host Seattle again. I think Seattle's going to be traveling to another NFC East stadium in the wild card game. Um I think the Bucks will miss the playoffs, and I, f- I think the Vikings will get in. I think the Bucks will be out, and the Vikings will be in. That's how it shakes down for me. Um, so yeah, man, that's that's how it is. Ben is so I didn't. Damn, what I didn't did? Pick all the games for the rest of the season. So I can't even do a pick four no more. Yeah, it's playoff time. Man, no more pick fours, man. We got scenarios to do. It's December, baby. So 
But we do have some good games this week, man. We got the the Cardinals. Let me see, man. We got the Cardinals going up against the um the Rams. Jalen versus D Hop. Excited to see that. Buffalo going to San Francisco, Cleveland, um, and Tennessee and Washington and Pittsburgh. So I'm going with Washington. L.A., Buffalo, and Tennessee, man. Good football to be played this week. Last week of the fantasy football regular season, man. So, big thing is going on there, man. Let me tell you guys, I got the number one seed right now, but it ain't nothing to celebrate. I've never had the one seed before in my fantasy career, but a win this weekend will secure that for me at 9-4. and four. And then, I, you know, but either way, you know, I've secured a first round. I clinched the first round by, so I'm not playing next week, regardless what happens this weekend. But I want to, I want that one seed, man. So, Dev, I'm playing just as hard as you, man. We talked about We talked on the phone. We already know how it is. But, um, yeah, man, so we'll be talking fantasy football next week as we prepare for the fantasy football playoffs, man. I just want to say thank you to all my friends who are in my fantasy football league, man. Thank you guys for sticking with it through this weird year, man. For sure, man. For sure. So. That's all I got for you guys this week, man. I'm happy to be back. I'll be back next week. When? I don't know. Front half or back half, I'll let you guys know. Um, it's it's really going to be a, 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 it's not going to be a tight schedule with the end, to end the year. Just know I will be dropping. I, 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 you know, I plan on dropping the rest of the year, you know, four weeks of December. And then we'll figure some things out in, as we go into the new year. So thank you guys for listening, man. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV, all the listeners, all the subscribers, all that good stuff, man. Make sure you continue to listen, subscribe, retweet, like, give me feedback, all that good stuff, man. So for the 120th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.